Sometimes I find it so hard. Alright, praise the Lord, everybody. We're gonna try this one more time. One more time, one more time, one more time. Y'all please confirm if you can hear me. We're trying to get our technology going. You won't believe what I just went through a minute ago. There it is, there it is, there it is. We've got all the sound that we need. Hey, got my mom in the room. Hey, mom, how you doing? Sitting here looking at my feedback here. Good to see everybody here. And my apologies uh, for the audio there. Had to do some computer restarting, and I had a few items that I yielded to do when I got it back up and going. But praise the Lord, everybody. I got my coffee here. Uh, definitely got Jesus because he is omnipresent. The Bible says that where two or three are gathered together in his name, that is Jesus, then he's certainly in the midst of us. So even now that he's certainly in the midst of us. Y'all, this is Coffee and Jesus. We are making ready to dive right in. Hey, Mom, good to see you. Good to see you. And I appreciate you all for, for supporting, again, being here. I saw uh, my dear friend, mentor, father in the gospel, Bishop uh, Eddie Ferguson was on here and hopefully he gets back on. But um, look, love you, sir. Pray that all is well with you and your family out in Houston. We're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, the first thing I'd like to do is to uh, is to let everybody know that uh, after this, uh, around the 730 Central Standard Time, uh, I will be joining the World Assemblies of Restoration Youth and Young Adult uh, session called Questions That Need Answers. Question that need, questions That Need Answers. I believe they're going to have some, uh, some very phenomenal educators, one of which is my, my dear friend, Pastor Derwin Davis out of Atlanta. Uh, they're going to have an excellent session. And on that session, they've uh, asked me to be a musical guest. So I'll be singing live right here from my studio uh, i'll be singing live uh my, my most recent release uh, deep on the inside uh phenomenal song uh straight from the heaven so if you're around around the uh, 7 30 central standard time hour i'll be uh a part of that again that's world assemblies of restoration uh youth and young adults so you'll see some information on my page so just look for it and uh and i'll be sharing it so Praise the Lord. Uh, so let's dive right in. I'm going to go ahead and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for allowing us to be here on tonight. God, we give your name the utmost glory and the honor. God, I thank you, Lord, uh, for allowing me even, God, to just spend time with you, especially today, God. Um, and at any time that I get time to spend with you, God, I'm grateful. And we should all be grateful for, for the time that we have of living and breathing, God, on this earth, God. And we ask and pray that, God, with the time that we have, uh, available to us, God, that we make the best of it, uh, becoming all the things that you've required of us, God, tightening every screw, uh, being honest about our lives and understanding the things that you love and the things that you hate, God, that we may be able to live forever and always with you, to dine with you, to sup with you, to worship you, to praise you eternally, oh God, these things we ask in your son Jesus name, amen. So I thank you all for being here. Uh, one of the things that I want to address on tonight is called, uh, hey, my sister, Ashley Wiggins, God bless you. Uh, and y'all go ahead and share this. Uh, 
share this copying jesus is a shareable item it's safe it's safe for your children to watch it's safe for your grandparents and 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 your, and your mothers and and all those your cousins everybody can watch this this won't violate you i know we can't say that much about many of the things that come across uh social media your tiktoks and and, and your instagrams you can't say that about your television you can't say that about everything uh that comes before your eyes why because a lot of the things that are out here are just not clean but i can tell you right now that what i'm getting ready to unload tonight is going to be clean it's going to be the word of god and it's going to be a safe place so feel free to share the things that are safe this isn't something that's that, that's intended to be funny or hilarious but it's intended to uh, be food into the soul so i thank god for that and uh, we give glory uh for the things that are safe for us to consume can y'all say that it's safe for me to consume this word of god it is my my daily bread for God is the bread of life. His word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against him. That's what we need if we want to make it. All right, guys. So tonight uh, I want to recap. Last week we did build or rebuild. Rebuild. Rebuild was the episode from last week. What we talked about came directly from the book of Ezra. And I went through somewhat of an overview uh, of, of the first seven chapters of ezra that basically places the children of israel at a time that they are released out of babylonian captivity on their own recognizance to go and rebuild uh to, to be free but to go on a task to rebuild the temple of the lord and one thing that was beautiful about what we saw there is that uh the people of god were given a mighty privilege they were in captivity and i parallel that captivity uh, to us today, as in what we have experienced with the pandemic, that we were in somewhat of a captivity where we, you know, mandatory mask. Now you can wear them if you want to. Uh, you can't go here, can't do this, can't do that. We're not going to have these gatherings. All of the restrictions and the red tape that we now have have lifted off of us. But 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 we have not been freed without an assignment we've been freed but we've been freed with an assignment and that is to rebuild the kingdom of god and one of those things uh, that i that i mentioned last week that i believe is really critical is what does god care about and how can we get after the things that god cares about my brother tory smith god bless you man thank you for joining us how can we get after the things that god cares about all right so uh, as we push through, uh, and, and I correct myself, I think it was Ezra chapters one through six is what we reviewed uh, last week. And we got to the point in saying, uh, lastly, that not only will your obedience uh, after you've been freed put you in a place of alignment with God, but it will also put you in a place where God's going to support you. He's going to fund you working in the kingdom he's going to fund you doing the things that he's called you to do so it's really significant to know that when you're in the process of rebuilding that you that you're not looking at what other people have that, that you're not looking at other people's assignments but that you're getting with god exactly and getting from god exactly what it is that you must be doing amen so now let's dive into rebuild part two where uh, we just left out of chapter six where King Darius uh, looked up the original decree 
of in the in the assignment to to build the temple, which was was which was destroyed uh, after uh, I believe by King Nebuchadnezzar after the children of Israel and their disobedience caused them to be released into bondage into captivity. Um, so now we're in chapter seven, and I think it was a beautiful thing that if you know a little bit about uh, the the lineage and the history of the priesthood. The Bible in chapter seven of Ezra took time and let me go ahead and pick up my, my coffee here. It's, it's necessary for me to take this sip. Because this is coffee and Jesus, ain't it? Y'all It's coffee and Jesus. Feel free to drink you one. So they took the time to go through the lineage all the way down to Aaron, the priest Aaron. And if you understand the order that was established in the Mosaic law. You could only be a priest in the house of God if you were after if you were out of the loins of Aaron. So they took very quick detail to to lay it down and take us all the way from who Ezra is at this point. Here's Ezra, a man after God's heart, and takes us all the way back to his lineage and relation to Aaron. I thought that was beautiful. So that is chapter seven. And it also established this. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to read Ezra chapter seven, verse 10. I thought this was critical. So what it says, uh, Ezra uh, chapter seven, verse 10, it says this is that this is why I, I like Ezra. It says for Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach it in Israel and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. So the thing about that, and this is right before uh, they go into uh, the instructions from Artaxerxes on uh, now that he's king in, in chapter seven uh, on exactly uh, how they're going to fund and pay for the, the rebuilding of the temple. So or rebuilding of the house of the house of the Lord. So here it is. You have a man that has a desire to rebuild the things of God. Let's let's stay there for a second. Many of us have watched. And since we're in America, let's just talk about America. We have watched right before our eyes, a comp, a, 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 a government, a, a, a union, a, a country that used to proclaim under God but now it's it's let's sit God over here and now let's reflect everything about me the it's about everything that I want to do everything that that my heart desires the Bible even talks about in these days that there will be those that will be uh, inventors of evil so even in these these days, we're finding new ways to do things wrong. And then while we're finding new ways to do things wrong, we're finding new ways at higher echelons to approve that and make sure that things are happening. And I just and I just believe that there has to be an Ezra in this generation that is willing to get back to the things that God cares about it upsets my stomach to see some of the things that i see 
And I know that it's just like water continuously running over a pile of, 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 of dirt that over time things are just going to erode and it's going to flow away and it's going to disappear and whatever was is not going to be there and it's going to be misshapen and it's going to turn into something that it was not intended to be. And what we've allowed is the continued erosion of the things of the very foundation that we're supposed to be built on. Ezra chapter seven. Now let's go. Uh, I want to read uh, Ezra seven and twenty seven. And this this I kind of highlighted as when the hearts of kings are turned towards you. This is the validating of your path. So if God has if God is on your mind and God is in your heart and God's ways are what you are passionate about. And I just ask and pray tonight, God, that, that we adopt a passion, not only a passion for you, God, because you are our God, but a passion for your word, a passion for the things that you care about a passion for the things that you desire in us, a passion for the things that you are calling uh, us for to do. Let us develop those passions. And, and I'm going to get back to that in just a second after I read this. So 7 and 27 says, Blessed be the Lord God of our fathers, which hath put such a thing as this in the king's heart to beautify the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem and hath extended mercy unto me before the king and his counselors and before all the king's mighty princes. And I was strengthened as the hand of the Lord, my God was upon me. And I gathered together out of Israel, chief men to go up with me. All right. So when the hearts of Kings are turned towards you, when the hearts of kings are turned are turned towards you, you know the hearts of kings are not going to be turned towards you in this case, in this example, before you have developed in your heart that, that you are all about God's business. When you have developed in your heart that you are all about God's business, God is more than the world against any enemy, against any challenge. So when you've made up in your mind that this is what you want to do. You want to seek the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind and all your strength. You want to seek him early. You, you want to get after the things that he cares about. You want to deny the enemy's entry into the Lord's camp. That is when God will allow king's hearts to turn and you'll begin to see things happen in your favor. And people will wonder, why does this person have so much favor is it something is it is it something that that they have uh why are they so special the thing is is that they're not they're not all that special none of us we're all significant but none of us are the uh, god is no respecter of persons is where i'm getting with this and all we have to do is seek the lord be about our father's business and you'll watch kings the hearts of kings be turned towards you to do just that so that you can shine and represent the kingdom of God. I've seen it. I've seen people do mighty things and people wonder, like, why are they able to do such great things? Like, 
what's different about them versus me? The difference is, is their heart. The Bible says that a broken spirit and a contrite heart says in Psalms, the Lord will not deny. He will not despise. So it's not a secret. God is not withholding any any secret information from us. He's just waiting on us to get on board. Now, back to the subject on, on, on being passionate about the things that God cares about. Most of us are so busy with an agenda set up for our whole day and none of it includes God. None of it includes anything about God. Instead, it's all about our achievements. What are we going to do bigger and better today? What, what is my personal record in the gym going to be today? How many, how many uh, things am I going to process at work? How, how many programs are I gonna be, am I going to build and manage? How much money am I going to pile up into my bank account? What are, what are my investments going to look like today? Not minimizing any of those things, but when are you going to have something in there that has something to do with God? When is, when is it going to be prioritized such that God comes first and not last. You're going to need the king's heart to turn towards you. I don't care how much people like to believe that they're on top. There's always someone above you. Always. Always, always, always. Now, let me move on. Chapter 8 is the initial journey towards Jerusalem. They go through the lineage in, in Ezra, and it talks about all these men uh, who are who are headed towards to, to build this temple it talks about how artaxerxes is you got money and fun and gold and silver and, and talents of this and that and the third that have been collected from everywhere from the kings to uh, the, uh, the children of israel who are given offerings because everybody is trying to to, to 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 build the house of the lord the beautiful part is that they were already calling it the house of the lord even though it wasn't even rebuilt yet I thought that was beautiful. It's something how something is so tangible that it that it could that it like the way that they spoke about the house of the Lord. It was already there in my mind. As I read the scripture, I could I, I could just about physically see the house of the Lord being in this land, being in Jerusalem, even though it wasn't there and they had to build it and rebuild it. That's the kind of faith God needs us to have that. It's something that's supposed to be, and I see it, and I'm going to keep calling it what it is, the house of the Lord, until I see it manifest. I'm going to continue to call this thing what it is until I can see that it is what it is. I'm going to see it until I see it. Do you understand me in the spirit realm? Because there's things that that are gods that are supposed to be established that we must see and we must call out until it happened. The kingdom of the Lord is established in earth as it is in heaven. It's already there. Now I got to call it down so it can be right here in front of us. Let the kingdom of God, let the house of the Lord be established right here and right now in the city of our God. Hallelujah. Now let me move forward. Chapter nine talks about a critical backpedaling that the children of Israel made this backpedaling was their foreign marriages to people who were uh, not after God's business as a matter of fact the Bible uh, discusses that they were after abominations that they were intermingled with 
with men and women who were living out abominations. God lists those abominations. So I don't have to just mention all of them now because I think everybody knows what an abomination is to the Lord. So what this caused was as we go to chapter 10, a grand solemn assembly for people to start repenting and putting away. Uh, the Bible talks about the men putting away their wives, putting away the uh, the pagan things, if you will, putting away uh, the women who were who were completely uh, unequally yoked. Now, let's talk about this intermingling thing, though. So now, because we have begin to accept many of the things that we encounter on a day to day basis. Now are, we are uh, becoming intertwined with this faulty fabric that will not hold. We're, we're becoming intertwined with culture and trends that is not supposed to be assigned to the people of God. What are we doing? What are we doing? Why are we accepting these things? It's time for us to wake up because now that we're on our way to do the things of God, we've been collected and we're already on the journey. We've been freed from Babylon and now we have the opportunity to, to rebuild and be of that number to rebuild what God cares about. You've got to let go of some of the idealisms and ideologies and, and things that, that are in this earth now that, that will not pass the litmus test in the kingdom of God. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Stop making concessions. Many of us make concessions uh, for friends. Oh, oh, because they're so nice. I'm going to I'm going to keep myself yoked to them. Look, if you're not influencing them towards Christ and one of y'all is losing and it's probably you. Amen and amen. Not until you get in the atmosphere, and you begin to have your, uh, the authority of God in you to begin to change atmospheres. I don't think many of us are even ready to be around certain types of people, not until we can cause them to change. Because then that must mean that we have the anointing on us that will destroy the yokes. And if not, we need to get back in the closet and get on our knees and begin to pray for the anointing of God that we may begin to affect atmospheres and people and, 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 and territories uh, and, and regions uh, because demons are winning in certain areas right now. If we're if we're not honest, some of us are literally married to people who we are unequally yoked with. The Bible talks about them putting away their wives. I'm not telling anybody to do anything, but you know, if you're married to a devil, you know, if 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 they were in a, a totally different religion and, and you were in a totally different religion and you know it was botched from the beginning. Let's not try to make a circle fit into a square peg. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. 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 And I thank you, Jesus, right now that we don't have to settle for any kind of culture, uh, anything that doesn't look like you. Lord, we already know. We already know the difference. Let us get after your kingdom business and get after building the things that you care about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's lead the pack. Let's lead the charge. Well, look, y'all. I'm excited that God is showing us that we're free and whom the son is set free is free indeed. But being free can be the most dangerous thing. Being free does not mean that you're safe. 
Can I say it again? Just because God has freed us doesn't mean that we're safe. But he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That is the only way that with surety you can be safe is abiding in God at all times. Look, guys, I love you. Gals, I love you. I thank you all for joining me, for being here. I see my sister Alice Simmons is watching. Thank you all. I love you. Pray that you shared this message. Pray that you enjoyed it. And I pray that I see you next Monday. Y'all have a blessed evening. And again, questions that need answers with World Assemblies of Restoration Youth and Young Adult under the direction of my good, dear friend, District Elder, Pastor David, uh, Pastor David Edwards, um, out of uh, Divine Destiny Murfreesboro. He's, uh, he's heading up this whole charge of the, the uh, World Assemblies of Restoration Youth and Young Adult. They're having questions that need answered session. I'll be singing a little bit on that later on. So, look, I love you all. Bless you. Take care. If you hadn't, get you some coffee.